So, okay, great. Notes payable. The when you see notes, what should you think? Okay, so notes payable. So it's like uh, I don't know. It's like you have an invoice that you have to pay. No. So, Any time you see the what? word notes, think debt. Oh, okay. So, no. If it is also payable. Yes, even if it's, if it's attached to payable, because look at this. Note payable bearing interest at 8% due on demand and unsecured. When you see the words unsecured or secured, mm -hmm. notes payable, interest bearing, this is 100% debt. Yeah, 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 that's true. So it means that they pay back with the eight percentage a year, probably. Yeah, most likely, yes. That's typically what uh, what the interest rate is per year. Yes. Okay, but do on demand. It means that when uh, I don't know the bank uh, that issued this note payable wants the money back, can have everything back when they want it. It depends. Do okay. on demand. Yes, it depends on the covenants in the debt, but typically mm -hmm. if it says due on demand, mm -hmm. if, if the company breaches certain covenants, like for a say mm -hmm. example, they get over a certain amount of debt, on this uh -huh. certain note, if they get over a certain amount of debt, mm -hmm. they would have to, the, uh, the company, let's say a bank owns this debt note right here. If they go mm -hmm. over, let's say for this example, if they go over a 50% debt ratio mm -hmm. and that is the clause in the debt, in the debt covenants, they could mm -hmm. call all of this amount due if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. So that's just okay. an example though. In here, it doesn't yeah. look like that, but that's just an example, kind of a real world example. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when I say due on demand, it means that like the word that they can ask back the money. Typically, yes. There's some kind of clause mm -hmm. in there where they could call it. It's called calling. They could call the uh, note. They could call the uh, debt payable based okay. on what the clauses or covenants in the debt agreement says. Oh, uh, okay. Because like, uh, I understand because like I saw a TV show that is succession. I don't know if you know. But they were talking about this, like uh, they had the debts with the bank. The bank was like, when your share price is under like $100, uh, I have the right to ask back the the money that uh, I give you. Yes. So, uh, okay, it's the same. So they yes. can have all this kind. Maybe it's about the balance sheet. Uh, so it can, can yeah, be attached to... Typically, typically what you'll see in these kind of situations are the company can't go over a certain amount of debt. They have to have some kind of um, balance sheet strength, um, assets mm -hmm. to liabilities, some kind of uh, ratio. It's usually 1 or 1.2, something like that, um, assets to liabilities. Um, it's usually, it can be related to um, profitability, although that's pretty rare. Um, it can be related to... Um, other things like that. But those are some of the, typically what you'll most of the time see is it's related to, they can't go over a certain debt level 
um, is most of the time what you'll see. Also, the second most common thing in my experience is they have to keep some kind of asset to liability level. Again, one, 1 1.2 or whatever the actual covenants say. Those are typically the most uh, common. Okay. Okay. So next word, because this is an important interest rate. You understand that, correct? Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Due on demand. We just talked about that. Unsecured. Okay. It means that uh, it's not baked by asset. Like when you ask the loan on home, there is the home that is an asset. Perfect. Perfect. So be, if yeah. this would say secured, mm -hmm. it may be secured by their accounts receivable, their equipment, their um, any kind of properties they own, anything like that when it says secured okay. essentially is okay. if, like you said, if they default on this loan if it's secured the bank or whoever this is that owns it can take mm -hmm. that as collateral or take that because yeah. it was collateral okay okay so if they miss the payment they can like go straight to take that no in the contract Typic uh, typically and that depends too typically there's kind of a grace period Typically, yeah. if, if they miss if they okay. miss one payment, they're probably good as long as they're communicating with the uh, banks. Um, if they miss two, three, four payments, then they could take it like that if they really wanted to. Oh, okay, okay. And this, <clears throat> these are both very important terms. If it mm -hmm. if it said secured here, we would want mm -hmm. to know obviously what the company is securing that loan with again mm -hmm. is it their properties is it their accounts receivable is it their patents is it whatever it is we want to figure out what that is and they should talk about that in here if it said secured it says it's unsecured so they won't talk about that in here this is also very important a real world that's example a, oh go ahead go ahead feel uh, like uh, even if it's unsecured uh like the they still have to pay that debt back. I mean, uh, even if it's uh, unsecured, they still uh, it's a debt. So, like yes. until they go bankrupt, they have to pay that. No. Yes, they could still go bankrupt even though it's not secured. Yes. So, or what? What is the difference? Like, I mean, the difference uh, from our perspective as uh, investors. As investors. Typically, we want to see companies that have unsecured debt mm -hmm. because if the company, typically banks, especially now, um, now that mm -hmm. we're so far away from the last recession, most mm -hmm. of what you will see is unsecured because the banks are flush with cash. Um, there's no really major risk of default because not a lot of people are defaulting. Uh, not a lot of uh, banks and other um, corporate entities are defaulting. Uh, not a lot of people are defaulting on their payments in terms of individuals. So most of what you'll see is unsecured. For example, mm -hmm. a perfect kind of real world example is after the last recession, a lot of debt was secured by some kind of asset because banks didn't have as much cash. So this kind of goes yeah. in cycles. Also, another reason we want to see unsecured debt when at all possible, um, outside of kind of a recessionary kind of environment where a bunch of where the economy is essentially going to crap, like it was, what, 10 years ago? Um, this goes in cycles. So 
we want to see that, but the only time pretty much you'll, you're, you'll ever see unsecured or secured debt when we're not near a recessionary area is if the company has a lot of debt. So the company does that or the bank does that because they realize this company has a lot of debt and they are, they are at higher likelihood of risk of defaulting. So they want that debt secured by some kind of asset. Uh, okay. So okay. if you see the word secured and it's not near a recessionary and we're not in a recession or near a recession, it's because the company likely has issues paying back, um, has had issues paying back their amounts in the past or the, the bank expects them to have issues going forward. So that makes them more risky, obviously. Okay. Okay. I understand that. Okay. That, that, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah so that's a, a good point. Mm -hmm. Another point on this, do mm -hmm. on demand. If we are in an environment again soon or at any time, I guess, um, where a lot of banks and a lot of companies are defaulting, this becomes a huge issue, even for people who are paying their money on time, uh, paying their bills on time, have never had any bi uh, failed bill payments, anything like that. Um, do you know who Grant Cardone is? Yeah, yeah I know him. Yeah. Okay. So he owns, I think he said at that time he owned like a thousand plus apartment units and he never missed a payment ever. Um, he had loans, apartment loans at a bank that was getting ready to default. And because they were so low on cash and funds, they called his loans due, even though he was never late on his payments. So this, huh. yes. <laughs> so well. this can be a huge issue, even if the company doesn't have any kind of past mm -hmm. payment yeah. history because it depends on where the bank is, how stable the bank is themselves, mm -hmm. um, how flush with cash they are, those kind of things. Because depending on what the covenants say, they can in certain situations call loans due immediately. Mm -hmm. He said he was on the hook. He was, uh, I don't remember how, I don't think he said how he got out of it specifically, but I think he said he was on the hook for like $32 million. And at that point, he didn't have $32 million to pay the loan back. That's what you're, you're paying the loan off <laughs> over time for. Um, yeah, yeah. So this can be a huge issue if and when we go back to a kind of recessionary environment. Yeah. yeah but uh, they, we, we cannot know the, the specific. So we cannot know what do on demand it means. Like if there is attached to some condition. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, the most kind of information you'll get in here is mm -hmm. let's say this company had three or four lines of debt out. Mm -hmm. They would go into detail. Sometimes at bigger companies, they will go into detail at where the banks are or who the banks are, what the interest rates are, what the, uh, what the credit rating on the debt is. Um, those kind of things, but when it comes to specifically clauses and the due on demand clause, no, we will never know that. Um, unsecured, that's a little bit different. When they have secured assets under a debt mm -hmm. covenant, they will most of the time talk about that in here. But yeah, okay. due on demand clauses, no, we will likely probably never know those kind of specifics in and out, just based mm -hmm. on the financial statements at least. Yeah, yeah, 
understand that. Okay, so 